Welcome to the Intrepid Hearts Garden Party. Join us for a floral affair as we break the stigmas around cannabis, celebrate alternative wellness, and discuss how you can become more sustainable in your shopping habits while staying fashionable AF. Grab your tea, tequila, or toke and join the garden party. Here we are in Denver in a in a hotel room. <laughs> Looking out over the flat irons at Boulder. Flat irons are, for those of you who don't know Anna, please tell us. Well, Maggie could tell you here. We're or here with Maggie. Maggie. Hey. So, honestly, I couldn't tell you much about the flat irons. I just know that they're like big, beautiful rocks that are on the mountainside. In they're Boulder. like the iconic what a rocky mountain like on the course can on the any yeah, logos it's, it's like yeah, it's any mountain rocky mountain logo are the flat irons or made after the flat irons they're iconic okay i didn't know that that trivia fact what i, did, I didn't i literally did not know that i didn't know that it was the flat irons because the mountains look the same to me <laughs> at all parts all mountains are well, equally beautiful <laughs> surrounding Denver (laughs) yeah so if you ever want like a good picture um this hotel the source has the most amazing window lighting situation Mm -hmm. oh my gosh the lighting in here it was definitely selfie nation up in here (laughs) on some late afternoons I'm not gonna lie it was that golden hour in in this room right is like that you could just book a hotel room for a night and have a photo shoot like, I recommend it. Down with it. Great lighting. So anyways, we're here with Maggie Mae Wilson, and we had her on episode four of our podcast, right? Yeah. It's coming out. Four. Well, yeah. Well, this is recorded later, but it's coming out this week. <laughs> uh, the episode four will be coming out later this or, or early next week, next Tuesday. And then, but you won't be here until <laughs> like a month later. This right. isn't coming. We're hitting you with <laughs> so the new the year. <laughs> we're 2019 right here. Hey. Maggie Mae Wilson is going to be opening our 2019. So Sweet. let's let's get in that vibe. But yeah, do you we'll want to do a quick yeah. intro? Do let yeah. us know some stuff about you. So, I'm Maggie. I live here in Denver. I've been doing uh, Reiki for about a decade, and that's brought me to a bunch of different things. It's kind of expanded my whole uh, outlook on what I do. Um, It's led me to be in the cannabis industry in a way that's a little bit different. Um, I get to go to certain events and produce uh, different types of experiences for people, um, and uh, coming into this new year, we'll actually have produced an event in Los Angeles with Loretta that we're going to make those body songs that we made with Gigi and Anna back uh, this last summer. Amazing! And, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Loretta like, I just yeah yeah from Canna Tunes, and we'll put her in the show notes. We'll definitely have her on the podcast. We talked about her in episode four. She does the body songs and is magical and amazing yeah yeah so we're we're really excited about that to kind of change the event scene that is that's currently right now that we feel is just kind of like the same thing it's not really um 
we just want to kind of do something different and we feel like this definitely introducing these body songs to people kind of gives them a better understanding of sound healing. It gives them a better understanding of Reiki and it gives them a better understanding of their own frequency and self. So, uh, and we have like musicians and artists who want to do their body songs and then like make it into an actual song, turn it into some kind of song, rap over the like rap over themselves, oh, like oh, I got oh. the chills. <laughs> really, really yeah. awesome. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I'm here in Denver and I I love it. It's beautiful. Um, I I'm okay with the cold. <laughs> I'd rather it be pretty warm all the time, but uh, it does make it better when the sun's shining. It's not as bad if the sun is shining and it's 50 outside or 40. Yeah. But that's the thing about the East Coast. It's like not sunny in the winter <laughs> and I could deal with the cold if mm-hmm. it was sunny mm-hmm. I'm like happy as you be. would fit right in I know Denver. I know this especially with that fabulous vintage coat yeah. <laughs> and your cowboy coat. boots mm. Gina's definitely channeling the Denver vibe she gets yeah. off the plane in her cowboy boots she bought what four three pairs of cowboy boots yes three of my ca- Three pairs of cowboy boots. All vintage, her mom's, her aunt's, her grandmother's, fabulous. And then this huge, like, leather, what, shearling? Shearling. Oh, from amazing Turkey. Coat. Oh. Uh, well, my mom gifted me this year. Oh I died. It, it's hers. So it's like the coat's well before my time. My cowboy boots were my aunt's that she got in college. And then, so. I just love that you have family members that hold on to such, like, important pieces to pass down yeah like that's really really nice that's stuff that you're like oh maybe I'll get rid of these shoes because I'm never gonna wear them again but yeah. then like someone who I thinks, think oh, I, I had that. to get past like hoarding clothes for that reason <laughs> because I was just like I wish I even had even more like I I love vintage but I specifically love my family members stuff because that's it makes a, me feel connected yeah. to them when yeah, my dad totally. passed away, like, I love nothing more than wearing one of his shirts. Oh, or, like, his sweaters. Mm-hmm. I still just, have my mom's pajamas, like, feel, in my closet. Yeah, it makes oh. me feel happy. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah, that's the reason, like, the vintage I wear, I like it to be my, yeah. my people's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And it's amazing that they saved it. I mean, mo- a lot of your family was, like, in the fashion industry a little bit, so they kind of yeah. knew. But then I think uh, what I was going to say about the hoarding, like, you just gotta like you should keep a few pieces, but it you should only keep they a have few to pieces. Don't stand keep the your test whole, of time. Like right. keep something that's made well. Like, yeah. you do, they know it's made well. It's gonna last if mm-hmm. you're trying to like pass it down and like something that's timeless or just like you know you're never gonna like you're never gonna find one of those again. Right. <laughs> like a pair of jeans. Get rid yeah, of maybe, them. Maybe not. Unless you like Unless hand embroider them or like yeah. Unless they're custom. Yeah. But that, even then, it's, like, to your body. But, yes, loving the shop, small, sustainable, secondhand. Secondhand. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, oh, God. So much has changed since the yeah, last since time first, we talked. Yeah, the last time we talked. Um, I always feel like uh, when you read about uh, people who – like spirituality or like like that's like their like spirituality is like their their like path that they're taking that they're working that they're doing that um they always have this time in their life where it's like everything was going so wonderful and I could like really tap into my energy and my powers and I knew everything was going on and then like 
then they're like, and then I got divorced, and then I left my husband, and then this happened, and then that happened. And as you're reading it, you're just like, oh my God, it's so traumatic. It seems so tragic. But it's one of those things that uh, going back and reading those stories that I heard, I was just like, wow. It's like you start, like Reiki literally brought me onto this path where it just made it to where I could not not be myself. I could not not be happy. Mm -hmm. I could not lie. Like I could not not tell my truth anymore. And when you get to the, I think when you really start like doing, when you really start believing in yourself and really start like being like, I am divine and I know everybody else is divine. And it's just like getting us back to that place of understanding and realizing that, that all the things that happen to you, you don't see them as like, oh, that was so sad or that was so tragic. And when I was reading these books and hearing about these other women who have like, I mean, one of them was Heather Ashamara. She does the warrior goddess training which is like she was a student of Don Miguel Ruiz, who does the Four mm-hmm. Agreements. So oh she created this thing called like Warrior Goddess Training. And it was a book I read a few years ago, and she was just like, everything was going great in my life and blah, 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 blah. And I had all these books, and, you know, I was touring the country and talking about my work. And then, like, her marriage dissolved and her, you know, all this, all these other things happened. And I was just like, wow, okay. This person went, and, like, it was like every single spiritual healer that we know has been through some, like, weird relationship thing. But in their stories, they keep talking about how, like, there's these soul contracts. And I was just like, that really makes so much sense to me instead of these structured little patterns that we get into of this is how this is supposed to be. And if it's not this way, then it's not right. It really helped me just think, okay, like these people that are in my life and the way that our relationships move and change and evolve really make up the fact that we made a soul contract. That before we came here, ourselves, Mm -hmm. our higher selves were like, you're going to be that person for me that does this. Yes. Yeah. And I've like, heard about, I'm trying to remember, like, I, I've heard the whole, this whole theory of like soul contracts, but I can't remember. Right. Where or who I, I heard don't it from. remember where, like, the source that I got it yeah. from. That I can't, but, but it was something that when I thought of it, I was just like, wow, that makes sense. Cause um, it was probably in a book. I think that it was a book that it was talking about how, like, our souls, wherever our souls are, like before we incarnate into our human body, into this physical plane, that like you have all your friends, all your friends are all there. Like all the people that you know your whole life are all there. And you're just like, okay, uh, you guys like meet me, come to one of my random events like in 2017 and we'll just be friends forever. Like that's how we'll find each other is we'll just like, you'll be living your truth, I'll be living my truth and we wouldn't be able to find each other unless we were out and doing all these things that felt good to us and made us happy. And when I read that, I was just like, oh, cool. I just pictured like everybody just like chilling up and, you know, in some clouds or some shit, just floating around and being like, hey, you want to come and like incarnate with me on earth and like let's have a good ass time? Because we know we're going to evolve. Like, why else did we come here? We know we're, we know this is a land of inclusion and fun and love. And it's like, why not have all that fun? And yeah, okay, there's definitely going to be those times where you have those, you know, you have those relationships change and evolve. But like when you you bring yourself back up here and you look at it from that perspective of like, oh, I chose that person. I 
chose that person to like help me with this lesson because I know it's going to help us both evolve. That literally is like what's got me through the like the transition and changes that have happened in the past year. Like, and it's been it's been very very good. It's been very good changes, good transitions. I always think that we're always we're always just constantly improving and doing things for our higher good and that you're not really ever not on your path. So definitely the things that have changed and the things that have like evolved in just these past nine months since we had our first podcast is insane. Like you don't even live here anymore, Anna. <laughs> I know it's so sad, but it's oh. like everyone being in Denver, they're like, do you miss it? It's like, I love Denver. Like I feel so emotional and nostalgic and like amazing and I keep telling Gigi like (laughs) I love it but I wouldn't move back here like I had my amazing experience here I connected with the people that I needed to connect with and now I'm flowing like I'm loving where I'm at right now even though it's not here right it's where I'm meant to be and that's where I flowed to and it's great to be able to come back Mm -hmm. but yeah those transitions I feel like transitions and change and breakups and all of that people can get really hung up on and have such like a negative downturn but it's actually can be freeing and like flowing Mm -hmm. and it's just it's the way that you're meant to flow and evolve and live your truth free like it literally is it's like it's just choosing to be happy is your own personal freedom like it literally sets you free to to make the choice that you're going to be happy because if you're not happy you're not good for anything like if you can't if you're not taking care of yourself and have your self-care and love yourself and do something that makes you happy every single day it's really hard to be to show up and hold space for anybody else as much as you want to that's true and if you do hold space for everybody else you're like people I find get resentful like that's where resentment Mm -hmm. comes from like you're not taking care of your own shit you're doing everything (laughs) for everybody else and then you end up resenting them for it. Right. And that, I mean, that's a huge problem Mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Resentment's a fucking trippy thing. It really is. I don't, like, I, not totally like that. Maybe I'll talk through this right now and realize that I am totally like that. (laughs) Group therapy. Here we go. But I always, in relationships, I didn't want to be the naggy fucking girlfriend, like, Mm -hmm. ever. So Mm -hmm. I would just, I would, like, bite my tongue on shit all the time. And I would bite my tongue, bite my tongue, and then I would resent them. Mm-hmm. Because I just was not speaking my truth about everything that was going on as it was happening because I didn't want to be, like, naggy, mm-hmm. bitchy. I right. just want to be, like, not that girlfriend yeah, <laughs> that yeah, their boyfriend yeah. bitches about. Yeah. And, you know, it didn't fucking work. <laughs> didn't fucking work. Because I ended up hating all of them. Right, right. <laughs> and then being the up. bitch in the end because out of nowhere I went from like not saying anything to be like, to we're done, everything. I'm out, peace. And then they're like, but we never even talked about this. I'm like, well, I don't fucking care. Like I'm just What's over it done is done point. and I'm done. done. Yeah. So I was like totally not fair and I know that. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. That's totally me too. And I literally, I forget who I went to, but someone was like, your throat chakra is blocked. And in yeah. it was in a business relationship in like real relation, like friend relationships, uh, I business. I still it's like, have issues with it. I, it. And it's like, you're swallowing all this shit and you're just like, mm-hmm, okay. Cause you don't want to get into that like uncomfortable <sighs> confrontation or like, yeah, come off as bitchy or controlling or whatever. So I just would swallow so much and it was so built up. 
that finally when I started just like saying no or speaking my truth, it's just like a wave of relief and it's just you evolve in those you grow stronger and more confident in those situations and, it's hard because and it's, assert yourself. It's hard because it's habitual. Like you don't even realize like you're already saying yes to something that you haven't even thought about whether you can realistically do or help the person with. You're just like, yeah. And then you're like, wait a second. Like I can't find, I don't have time to right. do that. It's right like now. your autopilot answers and your subconscious is just like, I want to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say this. I'm going to show up in that way. Uh, the throat, um, we have cellular memory. So if one, definitely like that, we, the fact that we are so, uh, outspoken in this life, the way that women are able to be outspoken in this life and in this time right now is very interesting because we do get triggered. We have these traumas from all of our incarnations of when we did speak up something being taken or like our life or having or being punished in some way. And as your cells have memory, any time that that energetic frequency comes back up and arises in you, those cells start to remember that and they feel that same thing happening. And like the same thing can't happen again. Like you can never be like, if you spoke up in a past life and you were, you know, you were drowned or you were like, you were killed in some way or punished for speaking up and being a woman, basically, you can like, of course, it, it not speaking for everyone in any, every situation, but like the same traumas that have happened, that you've already experienced won't happen again because you gave yourself those traumas mm-hmm. in the way so that you knew to evolve in the next time. So like when you say your throat chakra is like that, like a hundred percent, I relate to that a hundred percent because we are so outspoken in this life that it's like, we know, we know that it was taken from us in in our past incarnations. And that's why like we hold back. We're like, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to say that. Or, or maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say that right now type of deal, but a hundred percent. So, and that Lappies watch that you have is on point for that. Like there's literally, that's perfect. All the turquoise, turquoise is a, isn't turquoise a good, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any of the shades of blue, yeah. like, um, blue calcite's really good for your throat chakra as well. And even, even like the shades of green, like, cause if, if you take something from a, a shade of green or a shade of blue, it's just going to continue. It's going to work with your heart and up. So like you, you know, the more you work with your throat, the more you're working on your third eye as well, because you're seeing how you actually like what codes you're sending out. Like, um, and the more you work with your third eye, the more you work with your crown. So anything that you're working with, you're just like, once the energy starts moving, it just moves up and it keeps vibrating even higher and faster for you. So, and just the intention of being like, I'm going to speak, I'm going to speak and not be afraid. I'm going to speak and like, you know, hold some fucking crystal on my neck. Like, you know, I'm going to wear blue and know that I can say what I need to say today. It was just (laughs) making me think of, uh, uh, Energy Muse, that company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with? Yeah. My ex-boyfriend years ago, when I first started teaching yoga, the first class that I taught, he bought me the Energy Muse necklace that's for, like, the th- third, like, for mm-hmm. opening your throat. Yeah, I'm like, I still have that necklace. It's mm, this, nice. like, beautiful turquoise, and then it has, like, a coin, like this old nice. coin, Cute. and then, like, a drop, and then another piece of turquoise. It's really... Ooh. Sounds great. I love their stuff. They're a great yeah. company. 
Just sage that shit and throw it on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> sage it, clear it. It's good to go. Yeah, I was always afraid to tell Gina to take her shoes off in my house yeah. because I don't like shoes in the house. And she, like, we work at my house every, like, week. And she chomps around in New York the rest of the week. And I'm just, like, such a germaphobe. And I'm like, I don't want to be a bitch. I've already told her. I don't know why she doesn't know that I don't – not to take her shoes off. And then I finally was like, the floors are just got clean. Can you take your shoes off? And she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm oh so God, I'm sorry. So sorry. I'm a stunner. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, she's literally like, I was trying. She's like, teach me. She's like, I wish. I was like, <laughs> just teach me. I was like, come on, make it like a routine. I take off my jacket when I come in the door. I take my shoes. Well, off. and I said to her, I want to be taught because I, I agree. Like, I want to be in the habit in my <laughs> own home yeah. of doing that. Yeah. I was like, I program my boyfriend. Yeah, I need and you program you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, go for it. Like, you have permission to program me. I actually invited Please and wanted. Me. But it if will, I didn't speak up, I still would have just be like looking at her shoes, jumping all like, over what my What in the floor. world does she walk around in? <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> so don't be afraid to speak your truth. It's true. You will be loved anyway. <laughs> and that person probably just wants you to help them anyway. I know. Literally, everyone's open to receive. They want the help. We all want help with something. And most of the time, it's the things that are energetically not upsetting people, but that other people find unsatisfactory. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, okay, I would like for that to be different. Or <laughs> And then, yeah, like that literally, like, I'm going to, like, I have a closet when you first walk in the door at my house. So we're <laughs> like... But all the shoes are just thrown in it, so I'm going to, like, tidy it up to make it where it's, like, its own little area. Like, you can open the door and have your own little, like... Copy of, like, where you put Come your in sh- and take your shoes off now. Like <laughs> Cute. Problem solving. <laughs> well, to kind of switch gears, I want to get back into the body music and, like, want you to kind of paint the picture of that experience because I mean, we got to experience it mm-hmm. very like fortunately. It was it amazing. Was, like, the only people that have got to. You're still the only people to the state that we've done it on. What? what? That's amazing. Like, we, we've we've like kept it. We were like, no, we don't want any. We just want to, like, <laughs> we don't. We want it like it's so special. Oh, it's so it's special. Amazing. It's surreal. I had a surreal experience. Mm-hmm. And. All right, well, let's describe it. Let's have you describe, like, what the experience is, and we can talk about our individual experiences. Okay, great. So the basis is that you would come in, and it would be like you'd come in, like, for a regular, like, massage, let's say. So get in the headspace of that. You're just coming in for a massage. Um, You would lay down, um, and through the massage, what we would do is Loretta places these EKG nodes on your ears, and the EKG nodes transfer your electrical impulses that your body produces into, into music notes. Um, so basically, like as soon as the nodes are attached to your ears, you start hearing this sound. And that's the sound that your body, like it's the literal sound of your body as musical notes. Um, it's like your body's constantly playing a song, literally. It, it's, in, it's in fucking iambic pentameter. Like it's like some crazy shit. Um, But uh, we go through and we attach the nodes to you and then you start to receive uh, Reiki and sound healing and aromatherapy as well to basically through the song, you can't through listening to the song and experiencing the situation, you get a better understanding of what 
and how your body responds to sound healing, to Reiki, and to aromatherapy. Um, basically, just how your energetic frequency responds to everything in the literal world, to touch, to to everything. Uh, so as you're listening to the song, as we're going through your body, and we're just I'm working on the different areas of where you have told us that you feel like you contain energy or that you want to work on something specific. Whenever we touch that part of your body, and whenever we send sound healing to that part of your body. Uh, your body starts to respond and produces different notes and signatures in the music. So literally, it can never be replicated. It can never be duplicated because you never will send those same impulses ever again. You'll, your body will so never trippy. respond the same so way. Crazy. And it's really, it's like a really nice thing to have to see like... It's like a snowflake or yeah, a fingerprint. Like it's, it's so... Never. It's so yeah it's like a fingerprint yeah it's your body song it's the song of your body in that specific moment in time and in space. that specific moment <laughs> yeah it's like tapping into all of your senses while you're getting that healing experience everything mm-hmm. except for taste essentially right because yeah. you're getting yeah. the touch and the mm-hmm. feel and the sound and, and the smells with the aromatherapy with our event that we're going to do in los angeles in december we're going to incorporate taste and we're going to make it what? to where, like, edible, or you drink this, like, really great CBD mm-hmm. juice that's, like, super high vibrational so that you understand, so you get that extra understanding yeah. of this is what your body does when you intake high vibrational food. This is what your body does when you don't take high Ooh, vibrational food. I love like, that. Right? Like, just chills. Yeah. Like, chills. So, I'm super excited. Like, I, we want to... We want to make it to where anybody can get their body song made from someone just wanting to know where they're at to corporations using it as like more morale boosting. Like get your body song made and see where you're at. You can, it can it's take a so... whole nother diameter to just being like helping with mental health, helping with depression, anxiety, being like, this is what I like. If you came in that morning and you had a really hard day getting your body song and seeing and feeling, hearing what your body is like, could be screaming it's so, at you. It's mm-hmm. so crazy because it's, it's intuitive and it's a deeper like connection and understanding of your body that you didn't have before that it totally taps into. So it's so amazing that that's your guys' like plan for it. I just hope that more people – I think once people hear more about it or mm-hmm. experience it, they'll like yeah. understand because mm-hmm. it sounds so like trippy, but it's actually <laughs> yeah. so deeply spiritual and connecting. And listening to it, it's like it's an own experience. Like yeah. you hear it. First you have the experience of it being done and the energy work happening, which was <laughs> – phenomenal (laughs) and then you go and you listen to the song of this experience and it just brings you right back it brings you right back and I can't I can't do it justice with like words of what (laughs) my experience like like honestly truly I don't even it's like why even bother I can't really you need to experience it that's all I can tell you because I because your experience I'm I bet a hundred percent will be to- could be totally different than mine mm-hmm. because that it's that personalized of a thing. Yeah. So there's no point of me even like <laughs> getting into the details of what I experience. Right. <laughs> it's, it's literally so. It's it is. So but it's forever, just but. fucking worth it. That's all I can <laughs> yeah. tell you. Yeah. Seek it out. We should definitely do some workshops. Absolutely. Sometime somewhere. Yeah. But when totally. we did the goddess gathering or the yoga event in Maryland, we were on the Sassafras River. Mm-hmm painting the picture and it was kind of a cool June 
Mm-hmm. Cool June afternoon. It was kind of rainy and windy, but I did the mine. Vegan in general was we perfect because we got a good. We got some outside time yeah, with we had sun. A good Sunday, but yeah. then we also had like this rainy, cuddly, cool. Yeah, like it was everything. rainy, cozy afternoon together mm-hmm. as well. So it was like we got. The best of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. then Loretta and Maggie are like, can we do like this body healing on you? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Why Hell yeah. yes. Like, um, is that even a question? So I get like all cuddled up on, on the porch. It's like raining and I have all these blankets. I have this like that rainbow blanket that my mm. grandmother's like gay best friend made. And it's like mm-hmm. rainbow and chakra. Everywhere. Amazingness. We had all the Tibetan sound bowls mm-hmm. all around. And then. The sound bowls were attuned to the chakras, and you had these aromatic sprays oh, yeah. that someone had brought. KB Pure Essentials out of San Diego, my friends. They're like essential oil sprays that go with each chakra. Oh, so it was like the all the things, crystals everywhere, mm-hmm. and just like cozy. And then they're both doing like Reiki healing over me, and sat, like Loretta's on the Reiki energy. We got Maggie on <laughs> the healing bowls and the aromatherapy. And then you start to hear the music and I'm like already in this deeply like relaxed meditative state. And then the music, I heard it and I didn't even realize at first, like, it's just like, it it just was like natural because it's like, that's my music. That's like what's already happening. And on a subconscious, I probably Mm -hmm. know it, but I heard it and I didn't. And and Loretta literally had to be like, that's you. And I was, and when it hit me, I was just like, whoa. And then it was like, I was trying to see if I could control it, but I couldn't. And it just was like like flowing from me and hearing it was just like almost like I just wanted to like cry like I just wanted to I was like seeing all these really vivid like meditative colors through my third eye and like all this energy surrounding me and afterwards I just like couldn't even believe like it just felt like it was still flowing and like I regressed to like childhood in my yeah so Gina was all cozy on the inside because it was really cold out and looking through the window while yours, because I mean, obviously, I wanted to give you like a private like <laughs> but session, I but I was creeping, bit. and it's just like the crystals, and there was like it was almost like what candlelight, like it was like yeah, very yeah. vibey in there. And talk about like how you felt. I mean, I just wait the when they said when Loretta was like when this is you, I had the same kind of like holy shit experience, and then. I had this, just this whole time, this feeling, first I could feel really powerful, like energy transfers in Mm -hmm. my body when you were working on me that needed to happen. And Mm -hmm. I felt them like clearly, like I was like, oh, I feel that block. I didn't really know that. I knew I had blocks. I didn't know where they are. And now it was like, it was like so precise. And then I felt it like shift to the other side of my body and like equalize, like, like not a loss of energy, but Mm -hmm. like, but a balance, a balance. Mm -hmm. And it was like clearly happening to me. And then I had this, like, I keep saying these feelings of just being a child. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, back in this state, and it was, like, a like a little kid, and I was just, like, wonder and all. And I was, like, seeing yeah. myself like that. And it was, like, feeling that energy. And I felt, like, and then my song, like, it, to me, like, it sounds like a childhood, like. It's like a twinkling, twinkling euphoric, yeah. like, it's, cosmic. Like joy sounds like. It's yeah. like, oh, if this is what is joy like it you would hear it and you'd be like oh my god this is a great part of the movie
Like, yeah. it's a great part of my yeah. life. It's like, gets that emotional, mm-hmm. it, it hits there. <laughs> Mine was like very high pitched and like going in a bunch of different directions, which like at that point, it's like I was in all these different directions and then it went like super deep, like oh, trapped. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh. it was so dope. Oh my God. I remember that moment specifically. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I think we said something in the video. Me and Loretta looked at each other and I was like, it, we started doing something. It was some specific motion or movement, the bowl over a certain part of your body or something, but it literally just was like something came in and it was just like, yeah. And I was like, whoa. I was like, that's right. That's for sure. That's dope. Like I said, though, you're going to have a totally different experience when you go and do this. That it is, hell yeah, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And you'll have to keep us posted when you guys are thinking you're ready to do it so we can let everybody out there know that you're ready to share this. Absolutely. Yeah, we are. It's in the works. We're just waiting. You know, we literally just within the past couple days, I sent something off and was like, hey, this is uh, this is what we'd like to do. Let's make this happen. And they were like, "Okay, let's make this happen. And I was like, "Okay, let's do this. (laughs) So so it looks like it's going to, you know, I definitely feel like it's going to it's going to be great. And you guys will definitely be the first ones to know for sure. Awesome. For sure. Well, I think we're going to start to wrap it up because we're actually going to head down to do another podcast and while we're here in Denver. And also, Maggie's going to now come along with us. Yeah, <laughs> another place we're going to vlog about it. Yeah, we're going to vlog about it. We're going to hope that, like, Maggie and Midnight Rambler, like, do a collab and maybe yes. do some workshops together in the space. So we'll see what happens. Well, before we go, since this is the first podcast of the new year, I'm so happy that it's with Maggie because she's so magical. But I just wanted to see if you had any like takeaways for transitioning into the new year or like advice or or anything you just know you're like wanting to let go of. Oh, God. Okay. So. In December, uh, December is my birthday. December 10th is my birthday. And, uh, you know, I, I fall in that two-week Christmas deal that yeah. is, like, your birthday's right before Christmas. So it's always one of those things where I'm like, okay, I got to, like, do what I, you know, try to take in what you learned from last year and this whole, like, new year becoming a new thing. And that always plays into my new year because it's literally right after that. Mm-hmm. In this new year, literally, I don't know when, I don't know the date that this is going to air. 
but hopefully it, it airs, well, it'll air in, in between, January. in like, yeah, before the end of the month, um, I'm going on Jam Cruise, and I'm doing sound healing on Jam Cruise, and I just did sound healing at Sewanee Halloween in Halloween, on Halloween weekend, and I definitely think that it's been one of those things that it's been, not hard, but it's one of those things that it's like, you really, I feel like everybody needs to really believe in themselves that they can do whatever their dream is. If it feels good, if it makes you happy, like, totally work towards it, totally fucking work towards it and do it, because uh, the first podcast, I had no idea that within six months of that, well, maybe nine months of that, I did my first sound healing workshop in California with Desert Hearts. They were my first. And like that community, that community and that love was, I was just like, I know I can do this anywhere. Yes. And then I got in touch with the people from Huluween and was like, what's up? I want to see Janelle Monet. I'm obsessed with her. She's a headliner. I want to do sound healing at this, this festival, like hook me up. How should who do I need to talk to? And it flowed and it worked and like, you don't know until you ask. <laughs> you don't know. Just, and you have to ask. You have yes, to that's ask. What it's, manifesting it into the I'm not good form. at that. Too. I'm working Use your voice. That. Use your voice or write it down. Yeah. Write it down. Even if you don't want to say it, you have to bring it from the ethers to the physical. And if you write it down, it's still doing that. So definitely just keep, you know, keep listening to yourself because you wouldn't have come here to fail. You know it. Mm. Like, it's all good. (laughs) So true. Well, tell everyone where they can find you, all of your websites and handles and however you want to be contacted. Perfect. So you can find me on Instagram at Maggie Mae Wilson. And I still have the stonehousewife.net is still my website. So there's stated articles on there throughout the throughout the end of the year. There'll be some exciting stuff that I'm going to be doing. So you can subscribe to the newsletter on that website as well. And yeah, to directly get in contact with me, feel free to just slide into my DMs on Instagram. <laughs> and you have your Patreon. Oh, my Patreon. Yes, my Patreon is on and going. And it's definitely going to be a very special thing. If you are a contributor to the Patreon, you get catered very special, like Reiki guided meditations. You also get a chance. You can, I'll come and do private dinner for you. That's cannabis and um Food pairings, uh, terpene and food pairings, lots of just like really, basically everything that we do at, that I do at an event it for pay, for patrons, it's catered to be specifically just for you. So you're more than welcome to contribute to my Patreon. I would love it, and I love making special catered things specifically for people who their intention is to not only help themselves but to help someone else. Amazing! You can connect from Mag with Maggie from anywhere. Yes. Love it. the world. Thank you for (laughs) talking with us today. We love you. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good seeing you. Let the fun continue.